0: the lord everybody praise the lord everybody amen i don't know about you but i'm glad to be in the house yet one more time anybody glad that the lord woke you up this morning and started you on your way amen we are thanking god for all of his blessings for his grace for his mercy for waking us up this morning and allowing us to be here into the house of the lord to give God praise and glory. Y'all don't mind putting your hands together to give the Lord some more praise. Amen. For all of his blessings and all that he has done. We are excited this morning and as we are celebrating Black History Month and we are just uh, so grateful and thankful for you. Those who are watching my live stream, we thank God for joining us this morning. Uh, you made it through the snow. Amen. Uh, the roads are nice and clear and So we are just uh, giving God praise and glory. Uh, This being the third Sunday of the month, uh, we like to feature our young people here at the church and to lead us in our worship. Uh, We have an experienced young person, amen, this morning who has certainly led us in worship uh, in the past. And we are so blessed that uh, she's going to lead us in worship this morning. I want to introduce to you Alexandria Moore, amen, we call her Allie, and uh, Allie has served here uh, working with our youth uh, for a number of years. Uh, She is a high school student at Central Bucks East High School. Uh, She's involved in all types of things, she's in the National Honor Society, she has all types of distinguished uh, academic awards. She's involved on the executive board of Jack and Jill of America. She has volunteered here at the church uh, through Vacation Bible Study and and MLK Day in the past. Uh, And she is a competitive cheerleader. I've seen her on Facebook, and they've won awards all over this country. And so let's welcome our worship leader this morning, our youth worship leader, Alessandra Alley Moore. Amen.
1: Church, I am so glad to be here in the house of the Lord today. Grateful to be back. <clears throat> if we could all bow our heads for a quick second
2: of prayer. Oh, oh
1: I'm not this one.
2: Yeah. Is it?
1: Uh, the of Sorry. We want to welcome you. Into um, our in-person and live-stream service today on this blessed Sunday, make joyful noise unto the Lord in all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name, for the Lord is good, and his mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations. Okay. Now please stand for our congregational hymn.
2: He's my in the middle of the the of the valley. That morning I'll be down the the So I'll wait the day. for the rock! the Let's <laughs>
1: just take a minute to bow our heads in prayer. Oh, Heavenly Father, thank you for gathering us all here at Second Baptist Church today. It is an honor to come back and be in your presence that is everlasting. It is an honor to be around family today, and that is what I would like to focus on. Family is our foundation. They are the people who look out for you the people who take care of you when you feel weak and you fall down. Family are the people who are not just blood-related, but the people who are always there to help you get up. So I pray that everybody takes care of their family today, everybody calls up on their family today, and I pray that you continue to cherish and expand your family. Here at Second Baptist, we do have a saying, first time you're a visitor, second time you're family. So we find this very, very important that we just pray. Well, Heavenly Father, I ask you to extend your hand and bless all the families that are here today. Bless everybody who has drove far and wide to come here today. Bless all you who join us through live stream today to just take a moment, And just appreciate what we have. Oh, Lord, we are never quite thankful for what we have until we lose it. And I thank you every day for the amazing family I have, for the mother, the father I have, for the church family I have. So thank you and amen. Now, I will do our responsive reading. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for the brethren to dwell together in unity. As the dew of Harmon and as the dew of That is, descended upon the mountains of Zion. For there the the Lord commanded, Be the blessing, even life, forevermore.
3: For as the body is one,
4: and hath many members,
3: And all the members of that one body, Be many, or one body, so also is Christ.
1: For by one Spirit, are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bonded or free, and we have been all made to drink into one spirit.
3: For the is not one member, but
1: If the foot shall say, because I am not the hand, I am not of the body, is therefore not of the body.
3: And if the ear shall say, Because I am not the eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body?
5: If
1: the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole were a hearing, where were the spelling? And if they were all one member, where were the body?
3: But now, are the yeah, no, alive.
1: That there should be no one schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one another.
4: And where one member
3: suffer?
2: Now he our people, your Christ, remember in particular. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above. Father, Son,
1: and Time is filled with swift... Oh.
6: Oh, Please
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Please remain standing for our congregational
2: <laughs> Time is
0: some praise amen we want to thank sister Allie Moore amen for leading us in our worship this morning she did a awesome job amen amen amen. we are just so blessed today and thanking God for all of his blessings we're going to have our official welcome this morning by sister Rebecca Fitzgerald amen Come on, let's welcome Sister Rebecca as yes, she comes.
7: Thank you, Pastor. God bless you. Good morning, Second Baptists and friends. We love to greet and welcome our in-house visitors as well as our live stream visitors and family. If we have any first or second-time visitors with us today. We would love it if you would stand. Give us your name. If you have a church affiliation or just want to share a special message with us, you can share that too. So at this time, would all visitors please stand? Don't be shy. Okay, so it looks like we are all visitors here, I'm sorry, all family here today. So that means we are all one family. Blessed by the service, we are very pleased that you chose to worship with us today. And we hope the time you have shared with us will strengthen your Christian journey. If you are in this area again, we would love to have you worship with us. We have a saying here at Second Baptist the first time you are a visitor, and the second time you are family. May you be blessed by today's service.
0: want to thank Sister Rebecca, amen, for sharing with us a welcome, and for those who are watching by live stream today, we thank God for you as well. Um, you know, I mentioned uh, last week that uh, with the advent of where we are now in society and, and all of the technology we have, you kind of have two churches. You know, you have those who, uh, who are on live stream, and thank God for technology. Uh, that they may not be able to physically come in to be with us. Uh, however, they can participate in the services. So for those who are watching my live stream, amen, we thank God for each and for every one of you, amen. You all know that our church theme here for 2024 is that we are sharing God's love. And I'm telling you, if we would really do that and truly share God's love, what a world this would be, amen. Uh We are just so excited uh, this month as we have been sharing in our, our black history uh, moments. And uh, also on next Sunday, we have a special day of our, as we conclude uh, this month of celebration. Uh, we have a special, special, special program for you and service for you on next Sunday. So we invite and encourage you to come Uh, After service on next Sunday, we have a big soul food celebration back in our fellowship hall. And we invite and encourage you to come. As a matter of fact, we're going to ask Sister Lois Jones if she would come and to share some of that information. I believe she wants all of us to help and participate uh, in that day. Amen. Let's welcome Sister Lois.
5: Good morning, everyone.
3: Good
5: morning. Good morning. Uh, as Pastor said, uh, we have been celebrating Black History uh, Month for the month of February. And at the conclusion of the month, we have something called uh, Soul Food, Black History Soul Food Dinner. And with this event, I need your participation. Uh, we uh, uh, prepare a me- uh, menu, we have a menu, and it'll be the sign up sheet will be out in the foyer. I'd like you to look at the menu and uh, pick a dish and, and make that dish. And also, I'd like for you to put it in a pan like this because this helps us a lot. We don't have much time between the service and, and uh, serving a meal. So if you could put whatever you make into a pan like this that it fits in the rack and uh, heat it if it needs to be heat and drop it off in the kitchen on your way into the sanctuary. That helps a whole lot. And uh, also, if you haven't signed up for a dish, uh, the uh, ladies will be out in the foyer with pans and uh, the sign-up sheet. Um, and we also need uh, volunteers to help serve and to clean up. So if you can help us out with that, uh, we would really appreciate it. And I believe that's it. Uh, And make sure you uh, label your dish because uh, some people have food allergies. So just label any kind of nuts or anything or just, uh, you know, put it on right on the top of the pan. I think that's it. Thank you. See you next week.
0: Amen. I believe that Sister Lois made it clear for us, amen, and we need to make sure that we sign up and bring your dish in. We are going to have a great time of celebration. We want to make sure that we have enough. Uh, next Sunday is one of our largest Sunday, believe it or not, is one of our largest Sundays of the month, of the year, actually, and uh, where we have the most uh, people coming out and attendance. It's amazing how food will bring a few extra people uh, out. And so we are uh, looking forward to that. We always have a great time, so make sure that you come. Please make sure that you sign up, that you bring your dish in, amen, and we appreciate all of your help. If you have not picked up your tax giving statement, make sure that you do so. Uh, I believe uh, many of you probably have picked that up, but uh, so we want to cut that off uh, very soon. So if you have not received your tax giving statement just uh, outside in the foyer after church, you will see that. As a matter of fact... I do need a few men after uh, church today uh, to help as we set up. Uh, Actually, the tables and everything are are set up. We just need some of the men to put some of the chairs around the table. So we would uh, ask that you would do that. So all the heavy lifting is done. You know, I got that done this week, amen. But uh, I do need uh, help in uh, some of our men. If you would please uh, put the uh, the chairs out around the tables after service today amen you know each month we like to celebrate those who have birthdays during the month this being the month of february we want to honor and say happy birthday to all of those who have uh, february birthdays if you're here today and you have a february birthday why don't you stand so we can see who you are amen and we see others that are up there on the screen amen pastor paul is going to lead us in a happy birthday to you amen
2: Happy birthday.
0: To acknowledge those who have wedding anniversaries during the month of February, we want to congratulate Brother James and Barbara Mitchell for 55 years. Amen. Scott and Brenda Topping, who are here, 32, 33 years. Amen. 33 years, and Brother Gus and Libby Rogers. Amen. Uh, so we just want to thank God for uh, each of them. We want to say happy anniversary to you. Amen. You know, this is an opportunity uh, for us to give back to God and just thinking about all of the blessings that God has given unto us. And we ought to be grateful and thankful for all that the Lord does for us. Amen. Uh, As you know, there are three ways you can give here at the church. For those of you who are in person, uh, there is an offertory box located at the back of the church. Please make sure before you leave today... That you place your tithes and your offerings there, Amen. You know we on an honor system uh, with one another, but uh, God knows what we're doing, Amen. And so, before you leave, please make sure you do so. Those who are watching by online. You can click on the tably button on the website. Uh, you can give your tithes and offerings there, or you can mail it in. Let's make sure we understand that everything that we have it comes from God, Amen. Amen. And so we ought to be grateful and thankful for the Lord's blessings. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, as we contemplate now in terms of our giving, we ask, God, that you would speak to our hearts, God, and help us to realize, Lord God, that you are the one who have blessed us and provided for us and has sustained us through all, all of this time. We ask, God, that as we give, that we will be cheerful in our giving today, God, that we will give to you in a way that you have so richly blessed us realizing, Lord God, that every single thing we have, it comes from you. So we ask, God, that you bless both the gift and the giver, bless those who gave, uh, bless those who have a desire to give but have it not. And so we just lift up your name and say thank you, Lord, for loving us the way that you do. For we ask that you sing in the precious name of your son, Jesus the Christ, let the church say amen. amen. You know, uh, this month we've been blessed with our moments in black history. And we started out uh, the month with Sister Sherita uh, Lee, amen. She gave us an uh, outstanding presentation on what black history is all about. And on last week, uh, Sister Joan uh, Toller gave us uh, a wonderful presentation on Sankofa. And then today, uh, this being our youth Sunday where our youth are participating uh, we have a youth guest, amen, one of our young members here of the church uh, who has prepared a presentation uh, for us today, and uh, that is Sister Destiny Noel Nadu, amen. Destiny is, is uh, 15 years old, and she is in ninth grade, amen. She attends at Gwinnett Mercy Academy, uh, and Destiny uh, is an outstanding young person. As a matter of fact, I I, I, I kind of prophesied this, that Destiny going to wind up going to MIT or Harvard or, you know, or one of the high relief schools. She is just an outstanding uh, student. Um, she excels in reading and writing and world culture. She's a member of their robotic team and reading Olympic. Uh, very kind teenager, uh, great friend to all, and, future she hopes to earn a degree in computer engineering and so we are just blessed and uh, we are privileged to have uh, destiny here at second baptist church so let's welcome her as she comes to give her presentation this morning destiny noel nadu amen
6: Good morning everyone. I will be talking about Michelle Obama. Thank you for joining me today as we explore the inspiring journey of Michelle Obama, a true black hero. Through her achievements and advocacy, she has become a symbol of hope, resilience, and empowerment. Let's dive into her remarkable story. As Michelle Obama once said, you should never view your challenges as a disadvantage. Instead, it's important for you to understand that your experience facing and overcoming adversity is actually one of your biggest advantages. These powerful words capture the essence of Michelle Obama's life and the reason why she is considered a black hero. Today, we will remark on a journey to discover the reasons behind her extraordinary impact. Michelle Obama was born on January 17, 1964, in the south side of Chicago. She grew up in a working class family with her father working two jobs and her mother being a stay at home mom who spent her time caring for Michelle and her brother Craig. I think it up. <coughs> Growing up, Michelle Obama experienced the challenges that many black teenagers face. However, she was determined to overcome these obstacles through her education and hard work. Her dedication to education became the cornerstone of her remarkable journey. As she once said, young people, don't be afraid. Be focused, be determined, be hopeful, be empowered. Empower yourselves with good education, then get out there and use that education to build a country worthy of your boundless promise. Michelle Obama's achievements are truly awe-inspiring. Not only did she become the First Lady of the United States, but she also attended renowned institutions like Princeton and Harvard. Through her time at the White House, she launched numerous initiatives that benefited the American community, with particular focus on children and education. From Let's Move to Reach Higher, her accomplishments have left a lasting mark on our nation. Michelle Obama's leadership is both powerful and inspiring. As a role model for young people, especially black teenagers, she has motivated countless individuals to believe in themselves and reach for their dreams. Her advocacy for equal rights, health, and education has made a significant impact on society, inspiring positive change and progress. In her own words, she stated, I am an example of what is possible when girls from the very beginning their lives, are loved and nurtured by the people around them. Michelle Obama's impact on the black community cannot be overstated. Through her tireless work and genuine connection with people, she has inspired and empowered black children to believe in themselves and their potential. By breaking barriers and challenging stereotypes, she has shown that greatness knows no bounds. Her dedication to uplifting the black community has created ripples of positive change that continue to resonate. Michelle Obama's legacy extends beyond her own time in the White House. Her memoir, Becoming, has touched lives of people worldwide, resonating with individuals from diverse backgrounds. She once expressed, for me, Becoming isn't about arriving somewhere or achieving a certain aim. Instead, I see it as a forward motion and means of evolving, a way to reach continuously toward a better self. The journey doesn't end. Through her continued work in promoting education, women's rights, and social justice, she has become a beacon of hope, encouraging others to strive for a better future. In conclusion, Michelle Obama is undeniably a black hero. Her journey from a modest upbringing to becoming a global icon is a testament to power of determination, resilience, and education. Through her accomplishments, inspiring leadership, and unwavering advocacy, she has made a memorable impact on society. Let us remember her as a symbol of hope and continue striving for greatness in our own lives following her example. Thank you for your attentive presence, and being part of this presentation. Let us celebrate the legacy of Michelle Obama, a true back hero, as she once said, when they, go high, when they go low, we go high. Together with compassion and determination, we can create a better, more inclusive world. Amen.
0: Amen. We want to thank Destiny. Amen. And for putting the presentation together uh, for us, um, you know, it's difficult uh, for any of us to stand before people and and to give, and Destiny did an awesome job, and and thank you, and and I want to thank her mom, amen, and uh, for uh, being there, giving her support as well, and I just want to thank all of our young people, and uh, you know, we don't thank them enough. You know we complain about uh them sometimes in their generation and all but the truth is our generation wasn't all that either amen and that uh, we had a few issues and, and still do and so uh we thank young people for taking the time and uh, destiny and ally thank you guys uh for being willing to share when we ask you to participate i don't think i've ever received a no from any of our young people they've always been willing now, certainly, I encourage, we encourage them to uh, participate. But they do an awesome job. Let's thank them again. Oh, yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Let's welcome the Backbench Boys as they come and they're going to sing, they're going to sing.
2: I didn't have no doubt. When I woke this morning, I didn't have no doubt When I woke this morning, I didn't have no doubt. I didn't have no doubt no no in my mind. I no I no when I saw the price of show, I didn't have no doubt. When I saw the price of I didn't have no doubt Right so child, I am not a man. I I I Jesus came and rescued me. Jesus came and rescued me. Jesus came and rescued me i sing with the darkness Words. I'll with the Godless Words. i sing with the Godless Words. i the I'll sing with the darkness Words. i got no
8: Family? Good morning how's everybody doing this morning? If you would all join me for prayer as we get prepared for the message. Father God, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you for waking us up, for allowing us to come together once again to fellowship, to be with one another in your house, and to worship you. We thank you for the traveling mercies, we thank you for the covering of your blood. We thank you for the angels that you have around us, both here as we came here to service, as well as protecting all those that are watching today, Father God. We thank you just for being able to be in your presence. We thank you for being the doctor. We thank you for being the lawyer. We thank you for being the banker. We thank you for being the counselor. We thank you for every role that you play in our life, Father God. We just so thank you for the blessings we have having a relationship with you. And, Father, as we learn about that relationship, we ask that you give Pastor Hamlin the words to speak, give us the ears to hear, the heart to receive, and the courage to apply this word going forward. We know through your power we're more than conquerors, Father God. We know that there's nothing that we can't do without you. Yeah, exactly. We're just thankful for the uh, thankful for the sacrifices you, you, you had for us, Father God, and just thankful for what you have in store. We love you. We praise you. We honor you. And we ask all these things in your son's precious name, Jesus Christ. Amen.
2: Amen.
4: There are times we
2: feel alone, although we've done no wrong. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, 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 stand by me.
3: There are times we stand a
2: test when we try to do our best. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, Lord, stand by me. If you don't know the Lord, Parting of your sins, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, stand Lord, me, oh Lord, oh Lord, stand by me, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, Lord, Lord stand stand I will drink from, from to the bitter cup till I reach that place of glory. Lord, stand by me. There's trouble in my home, and I can't come through how long. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, stand by me. No, I don't have to pray, for oh, he's never coming oh, 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 no, yet. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Come come me, come well, I will drink from the bitter cup I reach place for glory. Lord, stand by me. Stand by Stand by me. to I to walk. I I to walk. I want to walk. I want to walk. I want to I want to to let us L- H- the L- of b- 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 up, b- take H- L- b- 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 me up. Let us humble up, take me up. Help me dream. I am a great one. the am a I'm a I'm a great one. I'm a great one. I'm a great one. I'm I'm a great one. I'm I'm a great one. I'm a great i Lord is in I Help me bear
3: this
2: Help me, come, Help me free. From the from the dead, from the
0: Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Lord, stand by me. If you need to have somebody to stand beside you. I don't know about you, but I want the Lord to stand by Anybody want the Lord to stand by you? Amen. I want to thank the backbench boys, amen, for sharing. Pastor Paul and, amen, Brother Chris. I did see Brother Chris, didn't I? Amen, amen, amen. amen. Just thanking God for it. Let's Thank you, Dick Smith, for all of our AV needs up there. We appreciate it. Amen. Again, we want to thank Sister Destiny. Amen. And we want to thank Sister Allie for doing such a great job. Let's thank God for our young people again. And for any of our young people who are either here or listening uh, by live stream, uh, we're going to be calling on you as well. Amen. So I pray that you will accept the challenge when we give it to you and just uh just want to let you know we appreciate you in advance for what you're going to do amen uh we thank destiny for her moments in black history this morning on michelle obama amen And, and the work that she has done and continues to do you know i wish each and every one of you would join us in our bible studies on wednesday nights amen i tell you we uh learned so much and we have some awesome and some wonderful and great conversations uh, that we have and you know in the past we have had some conversations dealing with people's priorities to God and the fact that priorities to God today are so far removed from how we were brought up amen because many of us were brought up believing that God should be the number one priority in our life Amen you were brought up believing that God should be the number one priority in our lives and that we ought to live our life for him. Amen, somebody. Amen. We uh, Unfortunately, our society has moved away uh, from that and that type of teaching, and we find today that people are putting anything and everything ahead of God. Amen. I've even had some folks say to me, I, I actually couldn't believe they said it to me, but but they did, that uh, on Sundays they look at their schedule and it said that if they don't have anything else better to do then they'll come to church. And I said, I'm thinking, I knew they just didn't say that uh, <laughs> to me to the pastor. Amen somebody. but that's how far that we've got. and if the shoe fit, we <laughs> wear it, Amen somebody. But, I mean, that's where we are today. Our society has moved away from that teaching. And we find ourselves, people put anything and everything ahead of God and being in his house. Uh, You all have heard my motto many, many times that if you're too busy to come to church, then you're too busy. Amen? Can I say it again? Y'all looking at me funny this morning. If you're too busy to come to church... And I'm preaching to the choir. You all are here today, and I praise God for that. But, you know, our society now teaches to seek the world's priorities, you know, self-indulgence, wealth, and getting power and prestige, uh, immorality, amen, all of that instead of following God. And, and believe it or not, because, you know, we live in a time when we see these things going on, and many times we think that it's just our age that struggles. And, and dealt with some of these things, but the reality is this isn't the only time that society's priorities were out of whack. Amen. Matter of fact, back in the Old Testament, King Solomon shared with us a word in Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verses 1 through 11, that the same thing was going on in his time, and there was no real value, he stated, prioritizing the things of this world. Because he himself had got caught up in the world, amen? God had blessed him with an awesome gift and a wonderful gift, and he used it for a while, but then just like most of us, sometimes we take our eyes off of God, and we start then looking at these things in the world. If you all be so kind to stand with me this morning, amen, and as we look at the Old Testament book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 2, verses 1 through 11, listen, if you will, to the words that are, Recorded there. For the Word of God says that I said to myself, Come now, I will test you with pleasures to find out what is good, but that also proved to be meaningless. Laughter, I said, is madness. And what does pleasure accomplish? I tried cheering myself with wine and embracing folly, my mind still guiding me with wisdom. I wanted to see what was good for people to do under the heavens during the few days of their lives. I understood great projects. I undertook great projects. I built houses for myself and planted vineyards. I made gardens and parks and planted all kinds of fruit trees in them. I made reservoirs to water groves of flourishing trees. I brought male and female slaves and had other slaves who were born in my house. I also owned more herds and flocks than anyone in Jerusalem before me. I amassed silver and gold for myself and the treasure of kings and province. I acquired male and female singers and a harem as well, the delights of a man's heart. I became greater by far than anyone in Jerusalem before me. And all this, my wisdom stayed with me. I denied myself nothing my eyes desired. I refused my heart no pleasure. My heart took the light in all my labor, and this was the reward for all my toil. And watch this, church. Yet when I surveyed all that my hands had done, And what I had toiled to achieve, everything was meaningless. A chasing after the wind, nothing was gained under the sun. Listen to what it says again Solomon said, I did all of that, but yet when I surveyed all that my hands had done and what I had toiled to achieve, everything was meaningless. A chasing after the wind, nothing was gained. Under the sun. Amen. I want you to turn to your neighbor this morning and say, neighbor. Yeah. Tell your neighbor to get your priorities right with God. Amen. Go ahead and put a little put a little base in it with them. Amen. Get your priorities right with God. Amen. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Eternal God and Father, Lord, help us now, Lord God, as we focus on our priorities with you. Touch our hearts, God, that we may realize and understand that you are the number one and should be the number one priority in our life. Open up our hearts and our minds, God, as your word comes forth. Lord, help us to see that we need to turn away from the world and to turn to you. Help us understand, Lord God, that you are the reason for us being here today. Bless us, God, and instill in us the desire to live our lives that are pleasing in your sight. And Lord, if there's someone here this morning who does not know you personally in the pardoning of their sins, we pray, God, that upon your word coming forth, someone will cry out this morning, Lord God, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? We ask this in the mighty matchless marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say amen. The church, amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. We have to get our priorities right with God. Amen. You know, that's that's the message, right? We have to get our priorities right with God. Amen. You know, when we look at that text this morning, it seems pretty clear that Solomon, in a spiritual sense, found out that if your priorities are not in tune with God's priorities, that you can miss out on what God has in store for your life. Amen. If your priorities are not in tune with God's priorities, you can miss out on what God has in store for you in life. Amen. It's all about priorities. Amen. Think about all the multiple types of choices that you and I have each day, concerning how you plan to spend your life, amen, I think we all realize that life is a journey, amen, where our purpose in life is to glorify God, that's why we're here, to glorify God, to be grateful and thankful for what the Lord Jesus Christ did for us. God sent his son that we may have life and that we may have life abundantly. Amen. Solomon is the writer of this text. You know, Solomon is the son of King David. Amen. And God had blessed Solomon with really a gift. Uh, God asked Solomon, what is it that you desire? Uh, He gave him a choice. And Solomon chose to receive wisdom. I think that's one of the greatest gifts that anybody can have is wisdom to be able to understand what they need to do. But guess what? Even though he received that gift of wisdom, he still moved away from God because he allowed the world to overwhelm him. Amen. We have to be careful today, church, that we don't get caught up in this. where this world is something else. It really is. For those of us who are a little older, you know, and, um, you know, we say that we may have been a little more conservative. And I used to say that until my kids brought up, well, what about you all in the 60s? You know, anybody anybody, in here come through that time frame and through the 60s, amen, going to 70? It was, got a little wild and a little out of control, amen. So we got to be careful in terms of what we say. But Solomon is the writer of this text. And he's considered to be the wisest man who has ever lived. But Solomon is a classic example of what can happen when you get your priorities out of whack. Amen. Solomon was a gifted man. He had many talents and interests, but he had a desire to sample all of what the world offered. Let me tell you something. You can't go around trying to sample what this world offers. Amen. Because you're going to find yourself in a mess. Because there's a whole lot of things. Anybody uh, spend any time on the Internet? Amen. Almost everybody now. I don't care what age you are. I, I see folk in the 90, 95. They can work that Internet. Amen. And because in there, we are exposed to a whole lot of things. Our children are exposed to things that we never even thought of. Amen. You know how it used to be? It seemed like your parents could just... No, you didn't have to say nothing, but they know what you were thinking about or what you wanted to do, amen. And so, but now our children are doing it. And those of us who are a little older, they have a head start on us because we don't know the internet the same way they do. Right. I remember with some of our grandkids, and, and I was trying to uh, cut them from looking at certain things, and I cut this off, and the next thing I know, they found another way to get around that. And then I finally learned how to cut that off, and they found another way to get around that, amen. They are exposed to many things in this world, amen. And the problem was that Solomon wanted to sample all of this stuff that was going on in the world, amen. And so if you look at this chapter, beginning in chapter 2, it tells us that Solomon tried all sorts of pleasure in entertainment, amen. If you look at that text, verse 3 said that he tried wine. Verse 4 says that and talks about the, the building campaigns that he had, that he built houses and vineyards and gardens and orchards and lakes and irrigation systems. Verse 7, he talks about collecting slaves and cattle and gold and silver and all kinds of anything. Uh, entertainment, I don't know if you saw it. He said he had entertainers coming through the house. Amen. He collected them. But the most telling verse, church, is our verses in 10 and 11. Listen to what it says again. And this is Solomon's word, and he tells you what he did. He tried all of this stuff, and then he says this. He said, I denied myself nothing my eyes desired. He said, I refused my heart no pleasure. My heart took delight in all my labor, and this was a reward for all my toil. Listen to what the word says. Yet he said, when I surveyed all that my hands had done and what I had toiled to achieve, everything was meaningless. Somebody say meaningless. Amen. A chasing after the wind, nothing was gained under the sun. Amen. Here's a man who had everything that you could ever think of. God blessed him with wisdom. He knew better. Amen. He said, what I toiled to achieve, everything was meaningless. Here's a man who early on in his journey, he took his eyes off of his purpose. Amen. And he ended up doing the wrong things and going the wrong way. Amen. Amen. Solomon enjoyed more than what you and I could ever imagine or know in this life, amen? And and while most of the world is still chasing after some of what Solomon had, amen, you got folks today, I mean, they will sell their soul to gather things of this world. They will sell their soul. matter of fact, they'll sell you out in order to get some things, amen? And so Solomon got to the end of it all, and he said, you know what? It didn't satisfy. Amen? It wasn't worth the time. It wasn't worth what it cost me. Solomon said, I didn't gain a thing out of it. Amen? Listen to me. Solomon didn't waste his life because he didn't know his purpose. He knew his purpose. Amen? He wasted his life because he got sidetracked. And he spent his life pursuing all of the wrong priorities. Amen? Church, what I'm trying to tell you this morning is that we got to get our priorities right with God. Amen? Amen. We could spend this whole morning talking about what our priorities ought to be. But I believe you already know what your priorities are. Amen? And there's somebody? I believe you know that you need a better relationship with God. Amen? Through Jesus Christ. You know you need to spend time with him in prayer. That you need time with him studying God's word and reading his word. You know that your families are more important than your hobbies. You know that. Amen. You know that it's more important than your jobs. You know that it is more important than anything on this earth. You know that. Amen. You know that the church ought to behold a high place. Amen. In your heart. You know that you ought to support the church. You know this. Amen. You know that you ought to come to church regularly. You know that you ought to pray for it. You know that you ought to serve in it. You know that you ought to fight for it. You know that you ought to encourage others to attend it. And you know that you ought to be faithful to it. Amen? Amen. You know all of these things. I know that you know that. So the question is, well, why am I not doing it? Amen? So what do we do when our priorities get off of track? Amen? How do I respond to the Lord this morning? Because I believe God is speaking to you. Amen. When God says to you this morning that you're off track, now is the time to make it right. What do you do? Amen, somebody. Amen. And the answer to that first question is easy. You stop doing what you're doing. And you turn around. Amen. Matter of fact, in theological terms, we would call that repentance. Amen. Amen. And let me tell you something, because, see, a lot of folks think, well, well I, you know, I repented of something but uh, and, and all. But repentance is not just feeling guilty or sorry for your sins. Right. That, that really isn't repentance, that you feel sorry or guilty of it. Because the truth is you can feel guilty when you're drunk and never quit drinking. Yeah. Amen in here, somebody.
2: Amen.
0: You can feel guilty all the way to an affair and never turn around. Amen. You can feel guilty doing a whole lot of things, but when you have repented, when you've been genuinely broken over that thing that you know that you should not do or have done, amen, and when you see that thing for what it is, when you acknowledge it, when you recognize it, when you turn away from it and go to a new direction and don't go back to it, that's repentance, church, amen, amen. It's experiencing the changed lives that ought to accompany our salvation. When you come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and that change comes over you, that change ought to be noticeable. Amen, somebody. And so this morning, church, if you know your priorities are not what they ought to be, and that you're not pursuing God's agenda for your life in every area of your life Then the first thing you got to do is that you got to repent and stop what you're doing. Amen, somebody. That's what you got to do. And once you turn around, the second thing that you got to do, you have to reestablish your course. Get back on track. Amen, somebody. Asking yourself, what does God have for me to do? Lord, what's my agenda that you have for me in my life? Amen. And I don't care, church, how old you are or how young you are, amen. It is never too late to ask the right questions of God. Amen, somebody? Amen. Solomon did it. He got to an old age, and he reevaluated his life, amen. He knew he had wasted it, amen. And he knew that it was time to make a change and make some adjustments in his life. Amen, somebody? And listen, when I think about it, Jesus showed us the way that we should live. And he understood better than any other human being how complex, how dirty, and nasty this world can be. Amen. But you know what? He lived by one simple purpose and plan, and that was, church, to please the Father. Amen. By doing what he was sent to do. Oh, y'all hearing me this morning. Amen. Satan tried to get Jesus to take the shortcut to the throne. Amen. Peter, James, and John wanted Jesus to set up his kingdom here, an uh, earthly kingdom. But all during Jesus' ministry, when so many people had so many different agendas for his life, Jesus said over and over again, he said, I'm going to the cross. Amen. Jesus is saying, I know that there are many who need to be healed. I know that there are many who are hungry, many who are hurting, many who are lonely, and, and in need of what I can offer, but I'm going to the cross, and there I must die. Amen, somebody. You see, Jesus was determined to go to the cross, amen, because he was determined to do what he was sent to do, not what he would have preferred to do, amen. Sometimes when God calls you into something, there's some things that I'm, I'm going to be honest with. When the Lord called me, I, I wasn't racing trying to get in here to, to pass. I, that's not something that I had preferred to do for myself. Amen. Matter of fact, I told somebody, well, one thing I can assure you, I would never be. I would never be a preacher, amen, or a pastor and have to put up with all that they got to put up with. Amen. Don't you know, two weeks later, the Lord called me. Uh, y'all better be careful what you say that you're not going to do. Amen, somebody? Amen, somebody? (laughs) Sometimes not what you prefer to do. When we fulfill our purpose, church, that's when we please the Father. When we fulfill the purpose that God has asked us. And Jesus fulfilled his purpose. and, And that's why we hear God saying that, this is my beloved son in whom I am what? I am well pleased. Amen? Now, listen to me, because I want you to get this. I want you to get this. Listen to me. It doesn't matter how complex your life is. It doesn't matter how busy you are. It doesn't matter how much you got going on. It doesn't matter how many people you have depending on you, how difficult you have it. It is up to you whether or not you want to serve God in this life. Amen, Amen, somebody. It's up to you. Ain't nobody forcing you to do You have to make the choice and the decision yourself. Amen. It's up to you whether you're going to waste your life like Solomon did or live it out the way the Lord wants you to live it out. Amen, somebody. Can I ask you all a question this morning? Y'all going to make me preach in here. Amen. I I need to ask you this question. Are your priorities out of place today? Amen Amen in here, somebody. Are your priorities out of place today? It's time to turn around and reorder your life. Amen. It's time to keep your eyes on God and keep his commandments. Amen. It's time to live a life of obedience to God. The Bible says that Jesus was obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Amen. Amen. And let me tell you something, and you already know this. Obedience, church, obedience is not always an enjoyable thing. It's not always easy, but it will always please God. Amen, somebody. That's what we ought to be worried about, that we are pleasing God and not man. Our world today, all the time to try to be a man pleaser and, and worried about what men say. We can't be worried about what men say. Folk want to talk about you regardless anyway. Amen. We do all of this stuff, kind of hold somebody back from not saying something about it. And how many of y'all know they're going to talk about you anyway? Amen in here, somebody. Jesus said, John 14, 15, if you love me, he said, obey my commandments. Amen. So, what I want to tell you this morning is don't wait another day. Amen. Do it now. Do it now while some of you are still young before you get another day older. Amen. Amen. Do it now while you still have something to offer to the Lord. Amen. Do it now while you're able to do it. Ain't no sense in waiting. Folk wait, come about, well, well, I'll give God some time after I get done doing all. He don't want your old raggedy leftover self. Amen in here, somebody. The issue today is what will you do with him right now? Amen, somebody. In this moment, what are you going to do with God? Some of us have already lived through what Solomon described in chapter 12. Amen that our hair's already turned white, teeth been replaced, and eyes are all shady, got hearing aids in, and and couldn't run a lap at the track to save your life. Amen, somebody? But you still have a life to give to God. Whatever you have, come on, church, let's give it to God. We have to give our priorities straight this morning. Our families are falling apart. Our finances are all messed up. Our values are questionable. Our futures need to be reconsidered. Amen? Why? Because one day, we're going to have to give an account before God. You all hear what I'm trying to tell you this morning. One day, everybody in here is going to have to give an account to God. You may go through life fooling everybody, a little trickster and all of that. But let me tell you something. You ain't tricking God. He knows all about it. He knows about the things you done, and he knows about the secret. Oh, y'all coming in here this morning. He knows about the secret things of your life. Amen. And one day, all of us, young and old, when we do pass from this earth, when our bodies return to the dust and our spirits, church, are with the Lord, we're going to have to give an account of our life, not only for the obvious things, but for every little secret thing as well. So it doesn't matter what you think or what I think about your priorities. The real question is, church, what does God think about your priorities? Amen in here, somebody. Here's the blessing. You can make the change today. You can do it. You can make the change today, and you can live your life to please God. And I got to tell you, I'm so glad that Jesus had his priorities right. When the Father sent him down here, uh, sent his son down to this old dirty trickster world, amen. Jesus had to deal with some things down here, but he loved us enough to keep on target and to keep His purpose, knowing that he had to go to the cross in order for my sins and your sins uh, to be taken care of. He suffered, he bled, and he died on Calvary's cross for our sins, church. Amen, somebody. So we ought to thank Jesus for loving us. We ought to thank him for his care. We ought to thank him for his mercy. We ought to thank him for his compassion. We ought to thank him for his love. Come on, let's give the Lord some thanks this morning. What a mighty God we serve. Stand with me this morning, church. You see what the screen says? Get your priorities right with God. This is the message for today. I'm telling you, we need to get our priorities right with God. When you think about it, and we have loved ones and, you know, for those who may be there, some may be sick at home and, you know, unable to come in. But you got to ask yourself, what is it that was so important today that took you away from being? the house of the lord i'm preaching to the choir y'all here thank god for you i thank god for you amen but what's keeping people away what can be more important we have a god that puts breath in your body each and every moment and we can't take time just to give god praise and say thank you just one time a week amen We ought to be thanking God and blessing his name every single moment, every day. But let me say this to you. Nothing should come ahead of serving God. Nothing. Nothing in this world should be more important than serving God. And if it is, and if the shoe fits, amen, examine yourself. There's a repentance that needs to take place, Lord. I'm sorry that I put other things ahead of you. Amen. Sports shouldn't be ahead of God. Organizations shouldn't be ahead of God. None of that stuff. Nothing. God is the one that provides for us, sustains us, each and every day. Nothing should come ahead of serving God and coming to his house and say, Lord, thank you for everything that you've done. I hope and pray this message hit hard today. Amen. I I pray it does. Again, I'm preaching to the choir. You guys are here. Thank God for you. But let us remember that message. Amen. Get your priorities right with God. Don't you let nothing come ahead of you serving God. Nothing. No person. No job. No thing. No sport. No whatever. Don't you let anything. Come ahead of you serving God. Amen, somebody. Can I get amen in here this morning? Amen. Amen. Thank God for his son, Jesus Christ. There may be someone here today. Lord is speaking just to you. Lord has spoken to your heart about your priorities. Maybe you haven't given your heart and your life over to the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the opportunity to do so, to turn it around, to repent. And invite and ask the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart. If there's one here today, maybe there's someone who lives in this community, the Lord is speaking just to you. Respond to God's word today. We would love and invite and encourage you to unite in fellowship. Amen. If the Lord's speaking to you, just come today. Take that step. Move forward. Get your priorities right with God. Amen. Amen, somebody. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let the young man come down. Amen. Come on down, brother. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And you got two young men right behind you. They are grinning like a Jesse cat. Amen. From here to here. And glad to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Come on, step forward, my brother. Are there any others today? The Lord is speaking just to you. To come just as you are. Amen. Congregation, you guys can have a seat. Amen. Let me come down here with our brother. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. And what is your name?
4: Uh, Claudine. Claudine.
0: I know Brother Claudin has been coming, amen, for a few yeah. Sundays there, and uh, the Lord uh, speaking to us our Claude is there anything you want to say to the congregation? Uh, good morning,
4: everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Um, it's a pleasure for us to be here with you in this congregation. Um, we are new here, but we feel like we are at home. Right. Right. And amen. Uh, it's our first visit. Uh, in this church uh, because the people the person who guide us in the church is not uh, Christian Baptist, it's Jews right. so I said yes if you invited me to come here so I think it's Jesus calling Amen. So this is Amen. why uh, we do not want to visit any other church and we want to Amen. to be the member in this church. Amen.
0: Claudine, you've already accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior.
4: Uh, back there in Haiti, um, we, we baptized, married, and we are a blessed family. All right,
0: all right, all right. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. What a mighty God, church, that we serve. Amen. We certainly want to welcome Brother Claudine and then for his children and uh, your family. Uh, we will be in touch with you uh, regarding uh, new members' classes and uh, extending you then a right hand fellowship, welcome you into Second Baptist Church. But we are grateful and thankful. that angels in heaven are rejoicing. Amen. And we're rejoicing too. Amen. As Second Baptist, God bless you. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Eternal God our Father, we thank you, Lord, and we just ask that you be with Brother Claudin and for his family. Uh, We thank you, Lord. We know it's not by accident or coincidence that uh, you sent him this way, Father God. And so we know that 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 was the purpose. And so, Lord, help us to reach out to him and uh, to help and assist him, Lord God, as he acclimates uh, here in this area. We ask, God, that you would just bless his family, Lord God. Watch out over them. Protect them, Lord God, from the evil one, Father God. Let him know, Father, that you have all power in your hands, that you're able to overcome anything that might come his way. So we rejoice today. We give you praise and glory and honor, Lord God. And we thank you as Brother Claudin looks in his heart and realizes as he gets his priorities right with you, God. We just thank you for all of your blessings. So bless him and keep him. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the church say amen. 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 What a mighty God we serve. Let's stand and give God praise. Amen. Thank mm-hmm. you. The Lord bless thee and keep thee, may he make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. May he lift up the light of his countenance upon thee and give thee peace both now and forevermore. Let church say amen. 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 God bless you.